Hi, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. And while I love teaching lessons, I figured one of the interesting ways that I can kind of help dispel... So, shit, hold on. Other intro is far better. Three, two. Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and this is my vlog. Now, part of the reason I've chosen to do a vlog is because while I love teaching lessons, I figured a good way to help illustrate some of the lessons that I do teach is through my own experiences. And, you know, part of it is whenever you can kind of uh, empathize with someone else, you can put yourself in their shoes and find success. And so hopefully there's some things that you and I have in common, and that's one of the things that I want to do with this vlog. So one of the things that my friends and I have been talking a lot recently, especially given the fact that it's a new year, new decade, is finances. You know, uh, it's, it's a new year in terms of taxes, but with that also comes kind of new expenses for most people. Not that they're adding more stuff necessarily, although, you know, if you add like Disney Plus subscriptions and so forth, yeah, that can be more. But in general, rent goes up, maybe car insurance goes up, so you're food, cost of living overall goes up. And this is generally problematic because especially people in the creative industry, their income doesn't necessarily reflect that, right? Their expenses go up, but their income generally doesn't. And especially if you're freelancing and things of that nature, it can be very difficult. And, you know, um, that's why for me, one of the things that uh, two years ago I really focused on was finances. I read Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game. I read Broke Millennial. Those were two very fundamental books for me in the fact of how I kind of approach finances and put myself in a much better position. I'm, you know, I think you ask anyone and they want to be better off financially than they are currently. But, you know, the fact of the matter is that uh, there's, there's also in finance, there's a thing called timing issues. Meaning, uh, for me, uh, I had to pay off certain bills at a certain date, but uh, the money that I was owed by other people from jobs that I've worked, it either didn't clear yet because of the holidays and wasn't reflected in my account. It was all still pending or, uh, you know, the checks weren't sent out yet or so forth. So it's not that I didn't have the money, quote unquote, it's that literally my bank account just didn't have <laughs> the funds because they haven't cleared or whatever else. And I know a lot of creative people that actually struggle with that. And, you know, uh, I had to do some creative financing in the sense like to cover the expenses that I need um, through whether it be through savings or I uh, also stiffened off some of my investments to make sure I can cover stuff. Um, and while you're not necessarily supposed to do that, I didn't want to get into debt financing or anything like that. And so, you know, it, it, it kind of, while it sucked to have to kind of dip into my savings and some of my investments to cover some costs that I know I could otherwise cover, it's one of those things when you kind of look at it, I was talking to my friend Ian Kaiser about this and the fact that I'm able to do something like that, whereas other people, if they have sort of these expenses and whatever else, like they're in a much worse position because they do have to like actually go into debt to to take on some of this stuff and so the fact that I've worked on myself and really made finance a priority and was able to to not 
not do something drastic, I think is a huge testament. And I'm not saying that to brag or boast, but I'm saying that it is possible. I think a lot of times we don't want to focus on our finances either because we think that, oh, we don't have enough. So what's the point? You know, there's, let me just enjoy life. Uh, it, it might seem overly complicated, whatever else, but it's actually not. And if you just take the first initial steps to kind of start understanding it, uh, a great, great resource, my friend Chelsea Galicia, she has the Financially Fit Foundation. You know, a lot of times with New Year's resolutions, people focus on fitness, but why not also focus on financial fitness because that's a real thing as well. And so that's a great resource. As I mentioned, the two books, Broke Millennial, as well as uh, Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game. Those are two great resources. Although Tony's book is much more about investing and so forth. So I think it's actually an advanced level. I like, I actually think reading Broke Millennial will do, do such a tremendous thing for you because it covers the true basics of how to save money, how to pay off expenses, how to create a budget and so forth. So I actually, I, I would recommend starting there. And not only is it a book, but she, uh, she also has a blog, Broke Millennial. Check that out and it teaches you wonderful, wonderful things. So, uh, you know, I highly encourage you to make this a year that you start getting your finances in order. Now, the road's going to be longer, right? So for me, it was two years of really focusing and building. And like I said, I'm not where I want to be, but, uh, you know, it's an ongoing journey, just like learning or anything else. Now, part of the other aspect about finances in terms of me reflecting on, you know, myself and going into this new year a lot of people recommend having like a word to go into the new year with that can be sort of your guiding light, if you will. You know, people make New Year's resolutions and, you know, or goals, and I certainly have mine, but they also kind of ha- suggest having like a, a a word that that guides you. And I first heard about this uh, from Erwin McManus, who's the uh, pastor at uh, Mosaic. He talks somewhat about this. But anyway, uh, so, you know, I, I kind of got to thinking about it and I was like, okay, If my overall goals are my creative pursuits and whatever else, so my word, and it's it's a slight cheat, is going to be eat shit. Meaning, I'm going to, and perhaps a better word, although perhaps a better word is humbleness or humility, if you will, where I don't, you know, I don't need to, if I go out with my friends, I don't need to buy drinks for myself. Like, why not just you know, be there and just get water or something, you know, Coke or whatever else. Or if they go out to dinner, you know what, like I'll get a small little thing. Like I don't need to constantly spend money every time I go out. And not that I was doing that a lot to begin with, but there is no matter what a way to cut your expenses and, you know, stay humble in that sense. Now, the reason I chose for myself the hyphenated word eat shit is because it, 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 there's a grittiness that that's implied at least to me and there's an action thing and, and a hunger and um, that's why like for me uh, I, I just I just like the word eat shit a little bit more and you know and part of that like is is also representative of going back to basics you know I am never too good for anything in my opinion and so part of eating shit is okay what got me here was my grit and my determination and my willingness to do a lot of things and to also make sacrifices uh, that doesn't mean my friends or my family or anything like that, but uh, but certain extravagant things perhaps can go by the wayside. And again, not that I was necessarily like living large, 
But, but nonetheless, yeah, I think all of us can reassess and take a step back and be like, okay, what truly does matter to me? And, you know, move forward with that. The other thing I reflected upon last week, I kind of really talked about this notion where I'm at a crossroads for myself of like between fiction and nonfiction. And feel free to check out last week's vlog about that. But basically summarized, it's this notion that I particularly enjoy and perhaps put a higher value on fiction work. And the reason why I perhaps put a higher value to it is because it's harder for me. Whereas like nonfiction work, whether documentaries and so forth, I've been doing from the age of 15 at a professional level. And in a sense, it seems very easy for me. And I keep getting more opportunities to do that. Whereas like, I don't know, for some reason, the the fiction is like the end all be all that I want to also be able to do. And it's not to say I have to choose one or the other, but I also figured, you know, part of maybe why the reason I'm feeling that is because, uh, you know, I like, for me, creativity is very collaborative. And, you know, part of the reason, like with my movie, uh, the the feature film that I've been editing, which is a work of fiction, it's now I'm editing it. And so it's a very solitary act, whereas the nonfiction stuff that was coming down the pipeline was a chance to kind of be collaborative again. And, you know, there's always, with any project, there's going to be ebbs and flows. You're going to have to put in solo work, but you're also going to interact with other people. And just being in the trenches for, you know, when you're editing a movie, it's a lot of hours just kind of sitting there by yourself. And so, you know, in in that sense, maybe part of me was like, hey, I want to interact with a couple of people and get back to that that dynamic uh, interaction. And so, you know, I think that's part of where that came from. Uh, I think, you know, uh, I could be wrong, but I figured it was worth kind of expanding upon something that I started last week. But by all means, like, uh, happy to talk about it more as well. The other thing that got me thinking was, so I've been listening a lot to Ryan Holiday's uh, he has a podcast out called Ryan Holiday's Interviews and Speeches, where he's basically repurposing literally his um, guest appearances on other podcasts as well as speeches he gives. I, was, I also, I don't think it's any secret, I listen to a lot of Gary Vee. And, uh, you know, the, the kind of a core of what they were talking about was this idea of uh, the longevity of work, essentially, and putting out not quality content is not the right word, but but this idea of, of having an impact and and not rushing certain things. And when I look back on it, there are lessons that I would alter, perhaps cut. And, you know, I partly, di- and I, I knew this at the time, but I was just like, you know what, it's, there's enough information in there. And I kind of, I feel like justified it to myself where you know what, there's, there's this book, there's enough value there to bring to people that they can, they can weed through some of the boring parts. And unfortunately, you can't, you can't do that with a creative project. I still, like I said, I still think it's a wonderful book. I still recommend it to people. I think there's enough value there. But if I had to do it all over again, I think I, I did rush it a little bit too much. And, you know, in the future, I, I do want to kind of repurpose it and, and, and alter it. And it's a, it's a good life lesson to me moving forward. Like I, I, part of it was, you know, a lot of people, you know, a book is like the justification of you being X, Y, and Z. It's like the stamp 
that you need in order to be taken serious. And so for me, it was like, okay, let me just put out my book and that way, like I can focus on the real stuff. And I can certainly like right now, I'm still finalizing my fiction book and that's been many years in the process. And so that's something that I can definitely, once it is fully published, I can look back and be like, I did not rush this. And even now I, I like, yeah, I, I still have to take my time with it. And I think that's a big lesson. You know, there's going to be times, especially for longer term projects where maybe you've gone like several years with a project that you're like, I'm just, I just want to be done with this and have it be there. But go back to that guiding light. Like if you want to stand the test of time, nobody looks back at, this is one of Ryan Holiday's sayings. Nobody looks back at like, let's say, um, Catcher in the Rye. And they're like, oh, you know, that book sold 50,000 copies in its first week. Nobody knows that right? I mean, yeah, sure, you can find it and so forth, but but it's not about that. It, it's more about that book. That book has true value, and that's why it stood the test of time. And so with my longer-term projects, that's what I ultimately want to do. I want to create things that can stand the test of time, and I encourage you to do the same. And part of how you do that is you just have to, going back to my New Year's resolution, eat shit and just keep going at it little by little and not, not take those shortcuts and you might think, oh, well, I've worked on this for two years. You know, certainly by that length, like I haven't taken any shortcuts. Well, if you feel like you just want to get it out there, that is the, the shortcut. So I would uh, discourage you from doing that because that is uh, a lesson I learned in 2019. Anyway, these are just a couple of the things that have been on my mind lately. Hopefully they help you in your creative endeavors. By all means, if you have any questions, comment, let me know. And uh, if there's any subjects you want me to touch upon in the future, whether through my blog or my lessons, please also do that. As always, I'm at Phil Svitek on social media. Please follow me, uh, whether it be on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. I also have the podcast, which you can get at Alpha Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any other major platforms. I also have my YouTube channel. So... There's a plethora of places for you to get all this stuff. I'm also on being more active on LinkedIn. I say all this because whatever your preferred platform is, I'm trying to post stuff out there. So if you just subscribe or the you know follow whatever the equivalent of the you know whatever platform follow slash subscribe, that way you can get all this stuff. Uh, you know, be notified of it. Anyway, I truly appreciate you uh, taking the time to tune in, and I hope to see you next time.